best podcast on the planet. Probably, I, need, I probably need to start this uh, episode of the podcast uh, with a, uh, a warning. Yeah, a disclaimer, a, a disclaimer a, of sorts. Thank you. That's the word I was looking for. A disclaimer. Uh, attention. The following podcast is being produced without adult supervision. Um, normally, Miss Holly joins us for these podcasts. And, I mean, let's be honest. Uh, she does act as a moderating uh mm-hmm. presence and she keeps the boys from going off on a rail too often <laughs> um so let me give you a little bit of uh, background uh dale and i started doing radio can you guess how long it is that we've been doing radio Let's see did we start in 2006 five five yeah i think it was 2005 maybe six so okay it's been almost 15 years give or take 15 years oh. all right and so it uh, it started when we were doing this little, tiny, know-nothing show for a radio station called WTWB 1570. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 1570 AM in Auburndale, Florida. And uh, I think the best shows that we ever did are the, the ones where we <laughs> took our show notes and went, oh, this is what we're supposed to be talking about. <laughs> not doing it today yeah. <laughs> and and just went off the rails but see the problem was is that sometimes the management was like you can't what do you you can't do that that's not radio that's not how it's supposed to be done so i just thought you know what let's get together and have a little bit of fun this afternoon or tonight whatever time sure. it is you're watching the show so i i got started being interested in 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 radio with a, a radio show that Dale and I both used to listen to. Now, you and I went to separate high schools, right? You mm-hmm, went to Kathleen. Mm-hmm. I went to Lakeland. Yeah. All right. So we're supposed to be enemies. Whatever. <laughs> uh, a Florida Gator, as far as colleges are concerned. Uh, Georgia Bulldogs. Natural, natural mesh. There. <sighs> Whatever. Okay. So we've got that to contend with. And when was it that we kind of started hanging out and being friends? I don't even remember. I don't it's been that long. I, yeah, I knew you. I knew you through some other people, but we weren't friends yet. But I knew a guy that had your old drum set. Like I saw your name that you had wrote on this old drum set. Really? Of his in your and it was written on this guy's drum set. It said "Property of Seth Mila." Seriously? It was like, yeah. What color was, was the drum kit? Was it black? I, it probably was. I can't know. It was a different color because I. It was your name was written on the drums, like in real neat writing or something. But I don't um, remember ever writing my name in a drum kit. Yeah, yeah maybe was, maybe I was planning to steal it from him, and maybe. I was just thinking ahead, going, <laughs> "No, this isn't your drum. See, my name is in these drums, dude." I don't remember. Was that uh, John? No, it's it this I, this guy. I don't even know you that I knew, but I, I knew this guy growing up, and I, I was over his house one day, and it said property of Seth Mila. I knew you, but we weren't really friends. We had acquaintances, and we I saw you at a couple, you know, this high school parties that you go to and stuff. And you and I didn't start hanging out until I saw you at church one day. We were um, right. And God, we had to be like twenty-seven or twenty-eight, maybe. Yeah, maybe maybe yeah. a little older, but yeah, somewhere. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. Seth Mila. How how is you, you I don't remember selling I bought 
like a drum kit from a guy that was playing drums. This is hilarious. I bought a drum kit from a guy that was playing drums at this really bad band that was playing at a restaurant slash lounge called the Foxfire. <laughs> I remember that. Place. Remember the place? And I went out there one time and and you know heard him play. Went back a couple times, started talking to the drummer, and the next thing you know, I bought a drum kit from him. And I, I that must be the one that we're talking about. It it, it may yeah. be. It wasn't anything That's like wild. I don't remember that fancy or anything. But um, I mean, I remember just sitting in that guy in that guy's room, and he and it said "Property Seth Meal," and I was like, "I know that guy." I know <laughs> that guy. Yeah, <laughs> he's a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> well, at the time, it's funny you mentioned that. At the time, you had little rivalries with these other guys that were that I did hang out with. You guys would play practical jokes on each other, and yeah, and so so just by association, I was supposed to hate you at the same time, but. Okay. Who would have known we become like really good friends later and have, do radio together? Well, see, now that's the way. See, that's the way things. That's how guys are, though. Guys will have a conflict. <laughs> we'll duke it out or yell at each other or do something like that. And then the next thing you know, we end up being friends. Yeah. Um, I had a friend. Uh, his name is Ward. And uh, he and I met at the lunchroom in high school, and he was acting like an idiot. And well, he still does that today. Well, I wasn't Ward, good. if you're Ward, if you're watching, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, he's not. Um, but he was acting like an idiot, and and I he was getting on my nerves. Right, he was being immature and so forth, and just getting on my nerves. And I said something rather inappropriate to him. It was on. He and I started yelling at each other, and we I think we literally came to blows there in the in the lunchroom. We started. He punched me in the throat. Oh, that's like. Oh, it's the rules, man. Yeah. And it's like, I knew I, and he's such a, he, at the time he was such a thin little wiry. He dude. was felt. Yeah. Yeah. And, and my world went gray and I'm like, Oh, this is not good. This is not good. <laughs> and he That's and I ended up, yeah. System and he failure. and I, and another couple guys, uh, ended up being four best friends all through high school. You know, so that's how it goes. Okay, so, so to be your friend, I'm gonna have to throat punch you. That's what you're saying. Now we've already gone through that. We've already. <laughs> okay. We've already. okay, so you mentioned something. Welcome to Memory Lane. Okay, you mentioned this rivalry thing, right? Yeah. Of do Do you know how that got started? Of uh, was it the hubcaps? It was the, the hubcap lugs. Yeah. Lugs, right. Well, yeah. yes. That was my retaliation of what they did. All right. So, all right, sit down and get ready for this. This is a little bit of a lengthy story, but I'll try and make it concise. Right. All right. So I asked this girl out named Leslie. I will not use her last name because uh, she's a friend of mine on Facebook, and I don't think her husband's probably going to enjoy this story. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, asked Leslie out. I was surprised that she said yes. I was stunned. I'm like, now what do I do? So uh, at the time, I was driving a little car, a Toyota Corona, right? So I picked her up. We went to a movie. And when we came out of the movie, my car was covered in Vaseline. And I, I don't mean just a little schmear yeah. here and there. I mean... The doors, all of the windows, the headlights, the hood, the wow. car was covered in Vaseline. I knew who did it. I knew who did it. It was that group of guys that Dale was just talking about. Yeah, but about. I wasn't with. I promise you, I didn't. You weren't that. there. No. Well, I know now. 
Okay. So <laughs> horribly embarrassed, just terribly embarrassed. I took Leslie home. By the way, that was our first and last date. I wonder why. <laughs> so uh, take her home. I went home. Can't drive my car because now dust is collecting on the windshield. You're trying to turn the windshield wipers on, and all it does is just smear Vaseline everywhere. So I went home, and I got my mom's car, which was a really big beast of an automobile. Land yacht. Pretty much. (laughs) And I went looking for the perpetrators, man. Well, I found them. They were walking around uh, Lake Hollingsworth is, is in our town. And everybody, you know, to see and be seen, everybody would walk the lake in the evenings. Yeah. Well, these characters had all gotten together. They parked in the parking lot and they were walking around the lake having a great time. I thought, oh, they're walking. And they're about a mile and a half away from their car. I have time. <laughs> I went to their car, just happened to be a car very much like mine, and I popped off the hubcaps of all four wheels. I took all of the lug nuts off of all four wheels and put the hubcaps back on, put all of the lug nuts in a little brown paper bag. Then I drove around to the other side of the lake where they had just arrived, got out of my car with the brown paper bag, <laughs> and started walking with them. Hey, guys, how's it going? Oh, hey, man, how was the date? Oh, yeah, it's funny you should ask that. And here I am chucking lug nuts into the lake one at a time <laughs> as we're walking well eventually the conversation is dude what are you doing what is that i said oh these are uh, these are lug nuts really and i take them all in my hand and i <laughs> chuck them in the lake i go they're your lug nuts thanks for ruining my day and i run get back in my car and that was it well that started a practical joke war and ended the friendship <laughs> i wonder <Yeah>. why <laughs> so that was the group that we're talking about. Now, here's the twist. You ready for this? I don't know if I've ever told you this. Have I told you the ending, the twist to this? I don't know. If you did, I don't remember. Just a few years ago, okay, we're talking plus 30 years out of high school, whatever, because this happened during high school time, right? So I'm with one of my very best friends who is happens to be one of the guys that was in that group of four I just mentioned earlier. His name is Tim. And we're all sitting around. We'd had dinner. We'd had a couple drinks. We were just goofing around. And I shared that story of throwing the lug nuts. And he started laughing. He goes, it wasn't them that did that to your car. I said, what What do you mean it wasn't them? He goes, no, no, no. It was me and Ward. We did that to your car. I said, why would you do that? I was on a date. It was hilarious. We thought it was funny. So I never knew it was Tim. Thank you, dude by the way, for at least finally admitting it to, I never knew it was Tim. We started this whole feud, this, this, uh, uh, practical joke war that ended the friendship because I thought it was them and it wasn't. Well, see, it fits their MO because I went out on a date one time, brand new car. And uh, they had tied cans underneath, way underneath. <laughs> and while I was in Bennigan's, they put Ben Gay under the doorknobs. So, once you touch the Ben Gay, get yeah. the car. The car is like a mentholated uh, <laughs> okay. death tube. <laughs> so, now, they did something to me. I can't remember. You know, I did that to them. Uh, they retaliated. I think they rolled my house, right, with toilet paper. I, uh, the, the main perpetrator, who I thought it was, lived in a nice little house and had a cat. Okay? You know who I'm talking about? Yep, I do. Okay. His name was John. He had a cat. 
So <clears throat> I knew that there were times when he left the back door unlocked. So I went by an Albertson's grocery store and bought a 50-pound bag of generic cat litter <laughs> and a gallon of maple syrup. So we, uh, we took the sheets down from his bed. We filled his bed with the cat litter, left the sheets down. Okay. Then we, and you're, some of you are going to get really angry at this, but this was high school. You got to forgive me. We, we found the cat. <laughs> we held the cat and we coated the cat with the maple syrup <laughs> and let the cat go in the house. And then we left. So you can imagine, you know, relaying the story now that I'm an adult, it's not as funny as it was when I was a kid. I don't know. You'd be, what if I done it to you? You'd be pissed Dude, right can now. You imagine, can you imagine if my daughter, would, Madison, if you're watching this, which I know you do, none of these are your ideas, huh. my daughter. Uh, I can, I would not be happy. I would not be happy at all. Well, John's house was the party house because his parents were always gone. They were his dad was an electrician. I think he helped build Epcot and stuff like that. So he was always yeah. away. But uh, I can remember one of his bathrooms, the toilet was torn up. And he told us, everybody, don't use that back toilet. What did everybody do? We use that toilet. Go back to that toilet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the horrible things that we did in high school. Just yeah. the really stupid things. But, yeah, then you and I, I moved to Montana after graduating high school. And so that's why we didn't, you know, we didn't hang out. We kind of knew each other from those party days. We mm -hmm. kind of bumped into each other from the from the um, parties the and beer, so hot beer party days. So when you're in high school, yeah, you, whatever that whatever it is to drink, you drink uh, it. And every every party, every time we would go to his place, and he was like, "Hey, man, you want to go to uh, Blockbuster and rent a you know VA?" And it was always <laughs> Shaun of the Dead or one of the one of the 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 zombie movies. Always, it was like always the same thing. It's like, dude, you know, there's like. 150 million other movies that we could rent. <laughs> no, man. This is a classic. <laughs> okay, sure. What else am I going to do on a Friday evening or a Saturday yeah. evening? <laughs> oh, man. All right. And then, all right. So you then, did you leave to go to Georgia? I did. I did that later on. Like It wasn't right after high school. I did it like, I think I was like 28 or 29 or something like that. And I, like for a year and a half, moved to Georgia. And Why'd you go to Georgia? For, you know, I didn't go away to college, so I, I don't know. I had a midlife crisis already, or something. I don't know. <laughs> well, I went. And, it just so happened the job, the people I worked for had openings, so I went, and you know, it just happened easily. You know, everything. Happened. Did you like it? I like to change the season, but um, right. It was back before computers and cell phones, so it was very uh, uh -huh. yeah. hard to stay. Good, in, yeah. It's hard to stay in touch with your family when you know all you can do is actually mm -hmm. write a real letter, which nobody does anymore. When was the last no, time you I, wrote a real letter? I could, couldn't tell you. No. Now got I feel like I got arthritis in my thumb, and I can't even write anymore hardly. So there I, goes that. I, I don't have that going for me anymore. I, I, I actually had to stop, uh, and, and I got <laughs> zero sympathy from my wife and my daughter. I, I have a game called Forza 7. It's a racing game that I play on Xbox, and uh, it's <laughs> – Is that why your thumb is messed up from that? It's exactly why. Mine could be from texting. I don't know. I mean, but 
I, I got into this, I don't know, call it a championship or whatever. And it was a whole bunch of races that I had to do at one time. And I don't know, COVID or whatever. I just spent a lot of time goofing around on my Xbox playing the game. <laughs> and the next thing you know, I, I told my wife, I said, man, my thumb is killing me right here. This joint, it's just really hurts. <laughs> and she goes, well, I wonder why, you know, what is it? And then I was playing the game and the way I would hold the controller a certain way. I was like, man, I got to get that turn. I got that's how I do when I when I, that's why I suck at video games and I think this turns it and I'm like yeah. <laughs> and it was like oh so yeah I got a so in other words Dale and I have never grown up no. ever we are <clears throat> a certain age and we have never ever grown up but I think I think there's I I think there's a good part I think there's a reason for that okay I think there's I think it's good let me explain. We were just talking about this friend of ours, Ward, right? Ward has really legitimately, I, I don't think, has really ever grown up. He, he, he's been kind of a kid his whole life. But there's, a, there's an aspect to life that he still has that, honestly, I don't have. You know what I mean? It gets it gets beaten out of you, I guess. I'm not trying to be morose and downer and everything, but there's at a point um, – I was actually even reading a, a psychology thing about this, that the reason one of the reasons that the midlife crisis happens is that guys like Dale and I, who have kind of goofed around and had a lot of fun most of our life and done things that would, you know, adventurous in one way, shape, form or fashion, you get to a point where there's no more new experiences. You know, it's like, ooh, I'm going to travel out of state for the first time. God, you know, done it a lot. Oh, we're going to fly for the first time. Done it. There's a lot of things that that life rewards you with first time experiences. And by the time you get to our age, there aren't any more first time experiences, or they're very, very few. And we start trying to do more and more to get that enjoyment back. And so one of the things I actually admire about Ward is he's got that. I don't know that that immature approach to life. He just enjoys and has fun. I can remember the whole time, like, I don't know, maybe the end of the eighties and into the nineties. He like, I was working and I'm not going to say his job wasn't real, but he was a DJ. Like he had a DJ service and he actually did it in a club, like yeah. a, a local bar or club or whatever. I like, remember or, thinking, dude, when are you going to get a real job? He had the mullet and everything. <laughs> and Yeah. Yeah. Dude, didn't we all? Didn't we all? Oh, it wasn't huh? a mullet. That was a surfer cut back then. Thank you very much. <laughs> it wasn't a mullet. We called it the surfer cut. That's right. Um, <laughs> um, but Even though we didn't surf. <laughs> no, but I went to Ron John's surf shop a lot. Or we ate surf and turf. That's about the only thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I remember I remember even talking to him. It's like, dude, when are you going well, to get a real job? And here's the thing. He had his own gig long before I ever started a business. Oh, yeah. Definitely. You know? And so there was a lot to that. There was a there was a lot of that. All right. So let me ask you this. What is something? And it's, I don't want to start the whole, hey, let's do a bucket list. Hey! You know, Dale, you and I should go to Vegas sometime and lose <laughs> all our money. No. Uh, no. That's not what I'm talking about. But what is something you've always wanted to do? What is something you're just like, you know what? If I had the time and the money, I would just go do it right now. Mm. That's a hard one because usually, usually most people's bucket lists are like trips, places and stuff. Mm. And I was able to do one last year. I went to New York last year and I, 
because you you've been several times and I never got to go with you, but um, I enjoyed it. I I think New York is one of the best places on the planet. Not not so much right now, but yeah. soon soon it will be it, again. I hope it returns. Yeah, it it will it will. There's too much money being lost uh, from tourism and so forth for New York not to pull their head out of their butt and go. Okay, you know what? We need to we need to we need to get things back to normal as quick as possible. Anyway, so one of the things I w- I want to do is I want to ride a motorcycle from uh, San Diego all the way up the Pacific coast highway up to like Seattle. That's one of the things I definitely want to do. My last, uh, I took a really cool motorcycle trip. I drove from Orlando, Florida to the Sturgis rally and then rode back and, and rode with a real good friend of mine, uh, met my brother in Sturgis and we just had a blast. It was, it was one of the best road trips ever. And it was great. And I want to do that again. That's one of the things I want to do, but that's a pretty good one. Do you find yourself I, the couple three days ago? I rolled by the Harley shop, okay, and I was seriously thinking about it, man. I was really thinking, you know what? I haven't had a motorcycle in a long time. I think, I think I want another bike. I really do. And I'm standing there, and it's hot. <laughs> now, keep in mind, my wife and I, we counted up all the cars and motorcycles I've had in my life, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to go into detail, but Trust me, I've had a lot of motorcycles. So don't start thinking, oh, he's got a yeah. motorcycle. He's, you know, no, I've, I've had a bunch of motorcycles. I love motorcycles. I used to. So I'm standing there talking to this guy about the bike, and it's hot. And I'm remembering riding a motorcycle. Dale, you've had a couple, three bikes, yeah, I, haven't you? I had, two, I had two different ones, yeah. And, you know, it's hot. And when you stop in traffic, the pavement is baking you. The and engine the engine heat's coming up yep. on you. And yeah. you're wearing leather because, you know, eventually you're gonna you're gonna drop the bike or you're gonna yeah. you know you're gonna slide. It's not so if you, it's when. Right, right. <laughs> so you, you leather up just because it's what you do. It was hot and it was gross. And then I remember there are times when it's really, really cold and then it rains. And I realized I, I don't want to put up with that. It wears what you happened out to me? I don't know. Riding a motorcycle wears you out. We would go, a couple of guys from church, we would go riding. Um, and by the end of, you know, you, you stop, eat breakfast, then ride some, then eat lunch, and then go home. By, go home, you're just like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're zapped, man. The sun yeah. and the wind and everything takes it out holding of you. Up, holding it up and. Yeah. Looking out for cars and makes you tense, shoulders tense. And, yeah. Well, yeah, so. yeah. I mean, eventually you get to the point where you can relax, but you shouldn't ever be so relaxed that you're not cautious. You're not, you know. Yeah. My brother used to tell me the way you survive on a motorcycle is pretend that every car out there is out to kill you. Yeah. Yeah. And and unfortunately, that's kind of true. Uh, this trip that we took to Sturgis, right? Now, we're leaving from Florida, grew up in Florida, so I understand the importance of sunscreen. I got it. So I have SPF 50, right? <laughs> it's basically tar. Because they didn't make they didn't make 100 back then. No. And so I've got, <laughs> I got SPF 50, and I have got it everywhere. I am coated in sunscreen. And so we're out for a couple days, and we're fine. You know, I mean, getting a little brown, but not burning. 
we got to some little podunk town and you start the closer you get to Sturgis, the more motorcycles start to pair up with you and you're kind of riding in packs. So we stopped at this gas station and this guy, he was red. I mean, he was cooked <laughs> and he came in and he was asking for uh, like some kind of a cooling spray or something. He's like, man, you guys got anything? And I had an extra bottle of the sunscreen. I said, here, I said, I got here. I said, here, you can have this. And he goes, no, man, SPF, that stuff, sunblock doesn't work, man. That's, that's baloney. <laughs> that doesn't work. I, I don't, I don't use that. And I said, okay, look at me. Okay. Look at me. I've been on the road for three days, three days. I'm not burned brother. I am not one gigantic festering blister like you <laughs> i'm i'm good and it's because of this stuff he put a big old handful and he just smeared it all over his face he's just like <laughs> and i swear i could hear the sizzle i could hear this <laughs> he's like oh that really feels good i said yeah just i said he said he started to give the bottle back i said keep the bottle i said just put it everywhere man and you'll be okay but it's like that's that's the sun that and that and it just made me realize I don't want to do that anymore. Mm. I I do want to do that motorcycle trip, but how about a short one? Make it a short one or something, you know? Yeah, you know what I mean. There's still something about wanting to do. Yeah, yeah, you know. So, other than it was you got you haven't shared anything. What do you want to do? You got to do something. What's your, you got to have something to look forward to in this life. You got to have something to look forward to, even if it's like a weekend away. You got to do something. I think it's useless. I've gotten old, Seth. It's like now every meal's an adventure. Like these, <laughs> you know, try new restaurants. That's my adventure. Okay, whatever. there's nothing wrong know. with that. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing wrong. Do you cook? Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. Of course I do. Yeah, you know I do. Um, I always, I've always wanted to go get that book by Guy Fieri, um, the diner driver drive-ins diners and dives and and do it a foodcation and go to all these places that he's been to let's do it let's do it no let's do it i'm serious no, i do yeah I, I, I didn't even know he had a book here's what i do when we go to a, a new town when we travel i get on my phone and i look for restaurants i've got a, a an app called tv restaurants or tv food or whatever and i look for restaurants that he's been to and highlighted yeah and i try and go there most of the time they're excellent there's been a mm -hmm. couple times like really <laughs> where's flavor town yeah flavor town <laughs> flavor town moved F flavor flavor town has left and crapville has has come yeah. in and it's terrible <laughs> uh, we were we took a trip to virginia beach uh, several weeks back and, uh, on the way there, there is a restaurant on the highway. That's got this big sign that says as seen on diners, drive-ins and dives. And I wanted to stop, but you know, we didn't, but let's do that. Yeah, let's we'll do it. Um, you've, we start from here. We start from Virginia. I don't know. We'll have to figure it out or, or, or meet in a <sighs> neutral place. Okay. And yeah. All right. Well, see, this is where it all breaks down. All right. This is where it breaks down. We have great ideas. Let's do where this. Life gets do... In a, where life gets in the way, man. It's, it's like, like you're busy and I'm well, busy. And... All right. Let me uh, let me call the office 
and see when I can get some time off. <laughs> and let me check the bank. No, got to make the tuition payment for the kid this month. So I got no money. I can't do that. So, <laughs> and that's, yeah, that's, that's where we get. But there's got to be things that we do that we look forward to. That's the key to a happy life, I think. Whether it's eating or seeing a movie, whatever, whatever it could be, right? Why not do both? Why not? Yeah. Remember there was, um, there was a, Godfather. uh, did we what? see the Godfather movies and have Italian one day? Oh, we watched all yeah, of yeah, 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 yeah. We did that That's at my cool. house. Yeah, everybody yeah. came over. Everybody brought some kind of Italian food. We watched all three Godfathers <laughs> back to back. Which, you know, after you've seen the first two, you're like, okay, it's been almost eight hours of movies. Can we? No, no, no. We got to watch the third one. It's like, do we? Yeah. The best the, to me in the Godfather, the best speechless scene is uh, uh, James Con as Sonny Corleone going. Oh, I know when mad. <laughs> when when his wife, uh, no, his sister, when when his sister gets beaten up by her husband, he finds out about it. That red, and he goes off, and that's that's when, of course, Sonny died. Oh, spoiler alert! This is when uh, Sonny. Yeah get shot and killed at the toll booth. <laughs> so if you haven't seen the movies, why haven't you? Well, yeah. Um, but what was I saying? See, this is another thing of being old. We go off on tangents. I, we go off Holly on gets us. Holly gets us back on untanned. Well, you know? Holly, yeah. Kind of, and see, getting back into how we got into radio, Dale and I became <laughs> friends. We circled back now after 30 minutes. Um we got into radio. We started doing this, and it, 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 in all honesty, we were just doing little part-time gigs for this tiny radio station in Auburndale. And Dale came up with the idea: Why don't we do the morning show? Why don't we just take it over? <laughs> and I hadn't, I hadn't even given that a thought. It's like, what are you talking about? Take it over? Are you nuts? We can't do that. We started talking about it. We came up with a plan. And that's exactly what we did. And I've never stopped doing morning radio. Uh, I've done it yeah. ever since. Now, the first radio I did with you was not good at all. Not because it was you, not your part, but my you were doing a financial talk show and, oh. and you wanted to add some humor or try to add some humor to it. Yeah. And I was like, well, well, I tried radio. I always wanted to try radio and I did it and it was horrible, you know? I wouldn't but, say uh, it was horrible. Um, I had a 30 minute once a week financial talk show called Your Money and Your Life. Which one of the co-hosts or the people that worked at the station kept introducing it as, and now Seth Mila with your life or your money. No, your money or your life. It's like, it's not your money or your life, jackass. It's your money and your life. It was how to take them both. But he just enjoyed busting my chops. Um, and we, we started doing it there, but we had no clue. Nobody, to, nobody told us what you were supposed to do and not supposed to do in radio. But you learned all the lectures. You, you learned the board and the, the stuff really quick. You, you know why? fast learner. There was a young man named uh, Justin. Justin was our board op. He's the one that ran all the, you know, you've seen pictures of, of radio stations and they got this huge board with all these sliders and buttons and it's very intimidating if you don't know what it does. Mm -hmm. And we would come in to record the show. Justin was the engineer. He was the board op. He would run everything, let us know when our time was up, usually by just going, you're done and turning yeah. it off. <laughs> but uh, one day uh, came in to do the show and he's like, I don't want to do this anymore. I like quit and he left 
and I was like a minute before my show went on and it was live, right? Not pre-recorded <laughs> live. So I had to learn. I just started, you know, learning how to do this, that, and the other thing. There was another person there, Professor Scott, as we named him. He helped me learn a little bit. Yeah. So it was trial by fire. You just, you just had to get mm -hmm. in there and learn. But Dale took to it like water. It was, it's interesting because there's a lot of people that get started in radio. And when you turn that mic on and you know that you're talking to, I don't know, a few hundred thousand people at yeah. one time, they get so weirded out. Mm -hmm. Dale and I was like, oh, this nothing. It was like, it was, it, it, it just clicked. It just absolutely clicked. I'm sorry. Is your, are your hot pockets done? Is that what the bell was? I heard. A I don't bell. have a bell. No, you don't, no, have, a I don't bell? have a bell. No, no, that must be your house. No, it's not. Maybe I don't think so. I don't have a bell. I I don't have hot pockets. I'm not. I thought that was I your microwave. Either. I'd love to. No, I'd love to have hot pockets though. No, you. That wouldn't. sounds good. <laughs> Does it? I would eat them right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So there it is. I think the conclusion to today's show is have something to look forward to. You know, like. The best podcast on the planet. You want to, <laughs> yeah. We want to look forward to this. You want to, yeah. you want to tune in and hear two <laughs> old farts talking about how they started in radio and have. <laughs> did we accomplish anything with this program? No, we didn't get to finish telling the radio story. Maybe we'll have to finish it sometime. What was the What was the rest of the radio story? What's well, there to tell? Well, that that station was sold, and I never thought I'd oh. get to do radio again. And yeah, I forgot job, about that. Then you got a job at the the uh, one that had four radio stations, and I started coming in free, and right. then. They right. hired me. And you still work there. Yeah. For one of their radio stations. Yeah. Uh, I, I I worked there for, what, four years? Mm-hmm. Four years, then moved to Wisconsin. Don't ever do that. Don't. No, but you, you did very good radio-wise in Wisconsin. Because it was a good show. Yeah. There's not a, there's not really not a lot. You, you knew what to take out there radio-wise, because there's not a lot of uh, people that do good radio out there. I don't think. Thank you. That's very, very nice. Uh, it was a good stint. We won a couple of awards out there. Yeah, it was a good show. We had some fun. The weather, though, is what killed me. You know, winter, being in Florida, anytime it's 40 degrees, that's winter. Okay? That's seriously, that's winter. Uh, in Wisconsin, it hits 40 degrees uh, on a regular basis starting in, I don't know, October. Yeah. November by November <laughs> by the first week of November you have your first real snow where it stays on the ground and then it thaws out around late April and I'm not exaggerating it's like six months of winter I can't do that I just, well, I just time in, do that. one time in April I was talking to you and you went oh the snow's gone and and people are out wearing shorts and tank yep. tops and, and yep. bathing suits next day blizzard yep they yeah <laughs> There was one time, uh, it was like mid-May, I was getting ready to go to Chicago for a weekend. And the weather was gorgeous. It was perfect, right? Go to bed, get up the next morning for a nice early drive down to Chicago, walk outside. There had been an ice storm. There was a quarter inch of ice on everything. There goes the trip. Because you can't, you, once it, with an ice storm, you don't go anywhere until it all mm -hmm. melts off. Anyway. All right, so... Um, Maybe we'll continue on. At, at, once we got into that radio station, that group of radio stations where Dale still works, that's when Holly joined us yeah. and began to rein in a little bit of the ADD that clearly Dale and I are both <laughs> riddled with. You don't have ADD. I do. I don't know, man. I've wondered sometimes <laughs> because I, I'm not kidding today. Here's a great example of why I think maybe I do. Okay. I'm bring, today was my daughter's first day back at school. 
And so we're having a conversation. And as we're pulling into where the, the, the neighborhood is, I said, oh, I want to stop and get the mail. We've got mail mm-hmm. kiosk out by the road. I want to stop and get the mail. Oh, yeah, that's a great idea. She's expecting something to come in the mail. I literally just finished saying that and drove right by the kiosk. <laughs> I just kept going. And Madison's like, I thought we were going to get the mail. I'm like, you're right. Boom, put it in reverse, go back to the thing. I can't tell you how many times I've done that, been in the middle of like going from one room to the next. Well, why okay. am I, why, what am I doing in this room? Why did yeah. I come in here? Yeah, mine's getting worse. I'm forgetting people's names that like I like associate with every, every day. I'm like, well, forget. it's like, okay, is it because you don't care? Maybe. Yeah, maybe that's it. <laughs> <laughs> They're working in Wisconsin. Uh, it was there were five radio stations in the building, five of us in in one building, and I'm telling you, I knew the names of like five people, and and they were the people that I dealt with every day. Somebody said, "Hey, you need to give this to so and so, who's the manager of that radio station." I said, "I, I don't know who that is." They said, "What are you talking about?" I said, "I, I don't know who who is it. Who where where is it? He's in the office next to yours." Oh, that's his name. Oh, yeah, sure. Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go. I had no clue, but I am too. When it comes, if we're talking about things on the fly, there are times when I know I want to say like Gene Hackman or uh, Anthony Perkins or Anthony Hopkins, Anthony, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anthony Perkins, uh, Anthony <laughs> Hopkins. I, I know that I'm going to want to say their name and my brain goes, we're not going to cooperate. Yeah. It's like, no, no, no. In a second, I'm talking, and in a second, I need to say the name of. And my brain's like, Yule Brenner. Yeah, exactly. It's like, mm, no, we're not going to remember his name. I can put his picture, his face right in front of your eyes mentally. You can look right at him, but we're going to put the name under the button. Nope. Mm-mm. We're not going to do that. Sorry. Not available at this time. That annoys me. Glad I'm not the only one because I thought I was starting to get. Uh little uh absent-minded and stuff which one of us are older where where's your birthday should we say this publicly? no I, well you don't have to say well like you were born at the end of may man mine's in september mm-hmm. 66 so i'm older by like four months you old codger that's why my hair is gray and yours isn't <laughs> i don't dye my hair man look this i, I do right here that right i got a patch here look so right here See? the only thing you die is a little patch on your no chin. right here man but it's not the same color why are you making me do this on a podcast because <laughs> I, I figured i could <laughs> i don't but believe my you. hair i would not die i my don't hair. believe you i don't die my it's hair. it's really annoying me that there's I am... gray hair in here dude oh yeah does your mom did your mom and dad have gray hair uh yeah, mom's hair was uh like really really gray. Probably in her probably in my age when she she probably went really gray in her forties, and 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 she was totally gray by the time she was my age. See, my mom was half Cherokee, so she her hair went gray early. But my dad, he had his hair was he was seventy two when he died, and he still had like brown hair. Really? Yeah. You know this is why I hate you, because <laughs> you don't he, look. You know, now, my dad dyed his eyebrows too one time, and we laughed at him. But hey, okay, All see, right. I don't hardly have eyebrows. See, oh, you do. Okay, died, I got it from him, and he would dye his one time. They look so funny. My I think I marks. remember that. I think I saw you, and I'm like, "What have you done?" 
No, not me, my dad. No, I think you do. I, would, I think I you do. I, I, I don't, <laughs> don't think I would. <laughs> but you have done it, though. Yeah, oh, yeah, I did. When you I was have in to yeah, for radio, you have to. When, when it, it started to get really, really gray when we were working at that radio station, that group that you're saying, I started uh, dying it. I even went so far as to put highlights in it to. Because we were doing a lot of appearances, and I just thought that was what I had to do. And you should do it again just for fun. No, by the by, the next podcast. I don't think it hurt nothing. No, I just I just don't want to. I just don't want to do that anymore. I just when I came here to uh, Virginia, I stopped. I just said, you know what? I'm going to see how how bad could it be. (laughs) And I just said, you know what? Forget it. My beard is white. It's it's white, and so mine, mine gets white here and right here on my chin yeah. here. All right. It looks bad. So today's podcast brought to you by Just for Men. Yeah, I yeah. used to uh, <laughs> what color? Natural dark brown. Yeah, no light brown. Light brown. Light brown. Light brown. Which is hair. not light Just brown. Here. Okay, Just sure. Here. All right. <laughs> if you saw me in person, you can see there's a difference. Uh huh. There's a no, slight I, difference in color. Sure, I completely believe you because you're not using the same tube. Up here, they're, as you do down here. Well, you got to use two different boxes. I only use the beard box. It's it's always been my <laughs> my theory. All right, so we're gonna be we're we're done. We're done reminiscing. We've gone down the the rabbit trail as much as we can. Hey, thank you for enduring this. Thank you for letting two guys just get together and ramble. I hope you've enjoyed it. If you hadn't. Tune in next time. The next episode, we'll all be back together. Yeah, yeah. And we'll do something meaningful, <laughs> and we'll do something deep, or maybe not. If you have sex, uh, if you have, <laughs> did I just? <laughs> I meant to say. I meant to say, if you have suggestions that you would like to send to us, please keep this in. Please, please keep it in. If you have suggestions <laughs> of something you'd like us to talk about, oh, send it to us at SethMilaMedia at gmail.com. He's been up since 4 o'clock this morning. 3. So been up since 3. three. Yeah. I've been up since 4. And yes, I, I'm surprised that something like that hasn't happened <laughs> uh, before now. <clears throat> oh, and this is where... This is where the radio show would go completely off the rails because yeah, yeah. my mind is starting to make jokes. My mind is starting to run <laughs> off of that. Uh, a couple of them involved Jerry Falwell Jr., which oh, shouldn't be yeah. shouldn't be mentioned <laughs> in my line of work. Anyway, <laughs> anywho, thank you very much for being a part ah. of the show, and uh, we look forward to doing the next one for you. Take care. Have a great rest of your uh, whatever it is. Just. <laughs> We'll see you on the next podcast. It's the best podcast on the planet, by the way. Take care. See ya. (laughs) 